As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to Garage Rock episode 17. My name is Steve and joining me as always, Cameron Banfield. How's it going, mate? Good, mate. We're almost of age. We, we are. We're 17. Oh, no. Next week we'll be able to vote. We'll be able to buy alcohol, yeah, smoke. Yeah, buy smokes. Well, I mean, we don't smoke, but... We don't, but let's just buy them anyway. Exactly. It's just the thrill of being 18. Nice, expensive pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Get you nowhere. Exactly. Um, we've got a big show. We do, Steve. Uh, well, just before we get into yep, it, yep. how are you? Are you all right? <laughs> How's your voice we, th- this week? Yeah, look, last week, uh, last week was terrible for the pollen count. What it, was it? Was yeah, a lot of uh, lot of hay fever in the air, but I'm doing better that way. You're on top of it now. On so top of it now. You sound so. brilliant. <clears throat> oh, thank you very I much. You mate. sounded brilliant anyway. Oh, thanks, Cam. <laughs> uh, how are you? How are you, Cam? Good. How's going to how about me? How about you? Yeah, no, I'm good. I went away for the long weekend, cut yep. weekend, went camping on the Murray. Yeah, it's interesting, you know. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because when you're standing on land, yeah. you're in Victoria. Yep. But then when you're in the water, yeah. you're, you're in, in New, New South Wales. Apparently, it's brown because of the, the carp that's in there. The carp? You know, the carp was introduced. It's a, it's a, it's a pest. And that's why the water is muddy, because they churn up the bottom. All I know is the carp is when um, the Simpsons, when they crash the plane, they go for the takeoff, and yeah. that's just the engine kicking in. That's just a carp swimming around your feet. <laughs> um, it's like on the castle. It's, carp is not good eating fish, but it is good catching. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many. That is one of the most quotable films, Australian it films. It is. Well, we were sitting around the campfire the other night quoting um, the castle. Everyone just loves it. Yeah, everyone knows it. Anyway. We're not here to talk about Aussie movies, are we, Steve? Well, we, we could. We could. We could just totally just take this. We've lured people in with the first 16 episodes talking about music. Now, let's talk about what we really want to talk about. Top. Let's talk about The Dish. <laughs> <laughs> the di- which has a fantastic soundtrack, by the way. Oh, does it? Oh, I, I don't know if I ever saw it, actually. What? It was the cricket one, wasn't it? No, it's about man walking on the moon. They play cricket on, on the, the satellite on the dish. dish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a film about playing cricket <laughs> on a satellite dish. It's a film about man walking on the moon and Australia's involvement. It was on. Where is it? I've got a feeling I've driven parks. past it. Parks in New South Wales. Oh, okay. It's in the middle of a sheep paddock. 
Anyway, we're here to talk about music, Cam, as we, we are. always are. And uh, before we do, I mean, we've got we've got a lot to talk about. But before we do, uh, if you want to send us new music, because we always feature new music, APRA says we can, so let's Every do it. Every single week, we've got confirmation. We've got a license to do this, man. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, if you want to send through your new music, hit us up with an email at contact at redskymusic.com.au. And Steve. Yeah. We're also on Facebook. Yes. As well as Twitter, Instagram, and you can see us at underscore garage rock exactly now uh we mentioned like share and subscribe you guys of course like share and subscribe this podcast will be fantastic Uh, you can listen to us on itunes spreaker spotify iHeartRadio, stitcher tune in radio so many different places i'm stoked about that yeah you love a bit of tune in radio yeah not too bad i suppose (laughs) um now steve yes we've got a lot going on this week so Mm -hmm. we've got to start we've got to get we've got to get a wriggle on tell me about it cam well, we've got tour announcements, mm-hmm. as per as per usual. As it, there's always announcements. Tis the season. Exactly. Um, we've got our top five favourite Queen songs. Yes, and we had plenty of people write in for that as well. We'll I get know. to that too. Thank you so much yeah. again for that. Wow. Bloody legends. Justifies us doing this each week. I know. It makes it all worth it. And it's fun. It is fun, yeah. Everyone's having a really nice time. Exactly. Now, last week we mentioned the second lineup of Download Festival was going to be announced. Yeah. Disappointing. It hasn't yet. It's been yeah. I don't Looks know like if it's delayed a, or what. The yeah, case some is. sort of hold up. So hopefully next week when mm-hmm. we're eighteen, yeah, we'll be able to do it exactly, and we can buy over eighteen passes to to the gig. Yes, well, Steve. Yes. <laughs> you sent me this uh, message with this <laughs> photo. I'm like, what the hell have you? It's it, really it, funny. Well, first of all, yourself. I'll just Go tell you. Um, you know how I went to Queensland? Of well, when was it? A month ago or so? Yeah, something like that. Whenever we went to the theme park, we went to Corumban Wildlife Sanctuary, mm-hmm. there are bin chickens around everywhere. The yep. ibis. The ibis. The ibis. For those of you who don't know, the ibis is a, it's a type of bird. Yeah. They've got a long... No, they're even around our, our hotel room. They're just absolutely <laughs> everywhere. What, and Were you staying at an ibis hotel? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't actually. But anyway, they are the ultimate opportunistic hunters mm-hmm. food yeah. off your plate. Yep. <laughs> my, my wife literally turned her back for two seconds and this binge chicken come out of nowhere and swiped a chip off her plate. Yeah. Straight from her plate. They're ruthless. Anyway, I went up and snapped its beak off. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shout out to the RSPCA. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Moving on. What we're going on about here is Jesse Leach from Kill Switch Engaged. Yep. You know, metal band. Yep. Uh, bloody awesome. Yeah. Um, he got a tattoo on his arm of an ibis. Yes. A.K.A. bin chicken. Yeah. With the Latin term binus chickenus. <laughs> now, is that an official term for the ibis? I really hope that it is. Apparently. Like- <laughs> <laughs> According to Kill Switch Engage, and well, they are well-educated musicians. And, and he's tattooed it in ink on his arm. Yeah. So but- it's there forever. So um, I'm assuming he would have double-checked his Latin. If you're going to get it tattooed, you've got to make sure it's correct. I'll tell you what, though, Steve. If, yep. if he's... If he's single, yeah, it is a great pickup line to have an ibis tattooed. To on have your that, arm. and I've I've also got a good pickup line. All right, you all right, right. You go, go up it. to the girl, right, and you go. So, hey, are you an ibis? And they go, um, no. And you go, well, I've been chicken you out. Wow. <laughs> Wow. You haven't tried that one? I haven't tried. Maybe that's why I'm still single, Cam. Yeah. I haven't I haven't used the Ibis pickup line yet. It's I see so many people walking around the streets with women on, on their arms. I'm like, oh. The bin chicken the, obviously line. Obviously, the bin chicken yeah, line's the always, one that's done it. It's wow. got to be. Um, but 
talk about music tattoos on 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 that side note. I mean, have you ever been? I mean, neither of us have tattoos, so we're not in that position to, I guess. I know. All, yeah, all all the boys from my band when I was twenty one put in to get a tattoo for me twenty first, yeah. and I'm still deciding. Yeah. After twelve years, twelve years, yeah. I'll get there. Yeah. Are you still going to follow them up and chase them up for the money for it? I should, shouldn't yeah, I? Yeah, you definitely should. <laughs> should I, I charge interest? Or yeah, I, I knew. Um, I knew a guy who had um, the living end symbol, like the the sticks over the drum and the the bass. And that the was actually my number one pick for years, and I never got it. Yeah, I still would have been happy with it if I had it now, though. Yeah. I said, I'm just not a fan of needles. My brother's got heaps of tats. My sister's got tats. My sister's got yeah, a Metallica she's tattoo. Got Metallica and Hello Kitty. And- <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, and my brother's got Shrek tattooed across his foot because his foot looks like Shrek's foot, apparently. <laughs> hey, actually, I heard the other day, in fact, the other day, today, yeah. um, they're rebooting Shrek. Rebooting? Yes, they're really? going to do a reboot of Shrek. I can't. I, whoever it is, they're going to reboot Shrek. I wonder if they'll get Michael Myers to do it again. Uh, well, is that even point I, of, I a, of a remake? That's that's. Oh, they're that's remaking quite... Men in Black. That still seems too recent. Are they really? Yeah. Again, with, Men in Black crossed with Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> Have you not what? heard that? No. That's got to be this some sort of joke. This is turning into more of a movie yeah. show than a music show is again. But yeah. that, that's got to be some sort of sick joke. No, no, no. That's it's true. Um, apparently, and that just reminds me of what Rose McGowan was saying in her biography that I just read. Yeah, is that Hollywood is stuffed at the moment because mm. they can't think of anything new. They're stuck for ideas, which is yeah. why all these remakes are coming out and and what would seem too soon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, anyway, we're moving on. We'll get um, on that's on our next podcast, the, the movie podcast. The movie or podcast, something. garage movie. But yeah, music tattoos, um lyrics tend to come to mind. People get lyrics tattooed on them yeah. because I mean they, they mean something to you. But yeah, I mean I, I like it. And you know what, Steve? I, I reckon if anyone's got a spare moment, send send the pictures through to us or yeah. or something. Can, yeah, let us can know. You? I'd love to see some. Yeah, exactly. New segment. Talking about yeah, yeah, new music tattoos. Because <laughs> we've got nothing else to talk about. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but <laughs> something something to talk about, Cam. Yes. Is uh, the new Midnight Oil live album. Yes, Steve. Now, The Living End obviously just mm-hmm. brought out their new live album. Yep. Um, which we mentioned last week. Which we mentioned last week. This Friday, November 9th, the iconic Australian rock group. Midnight Oil. Midnight I Oil. Mean, I mean. Iconic. Do, do they need any introduction, Steve? Well, we, we just probably have. need to say their name. Yeah, we'll just so you know so what we're talking know about. So people know we're not talking about if burning we, some sort of oil at night where no. it helps us sleep better or yeah. what have you, or maybe our sinuses are a bit better, but. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> completely off topic. But no, let's keep going. Anyway, Midnight, this is good. Keep going, man. Yeah, keep Midnight going. Oil is yes. set to release their live album. It's called Armistice Day. Yeah. Now these guys are known for their live shows. Exactly. And this live concert was recorded at the Domain in Sydney, mm-hmm. not the Carols in the Domain. It was just it, it's the same. It's the same. It's the place. same place, yeah. but they weren't singing Carols. Yeah. It was a part of their Great Circle 2017 World Tour, mm-hmm. and it's going to be available on Blu-ray and DVD. Yep. People still get them. Yeah. Um, of course they do. Of course they do. Especially shit like this. Like, exactly. This sells like hot cakes, Steve, I'm telling you. As well as you can get the audio, yeah. of course, on CD or digital download. But now, the, Steve- thing with the thing, Sorry, the thing with getting the CD or digital download yeah. is you don't get the visuals no, of the- Peter Garrett. Yeah, you know, dancing. He's dancing. He's dancing. I mean, that's 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 fifty percent of the band. That's Midnight Oil, it's right there. Pretty yep. much. You always think of that shiny head just bobbling around <laughs> like that, don't you? 
Now, Steve, the live album features classics including Beds Are Burning. Actually, you see that certificate up there? Yes, up That's on the wall, yeah. Um, contemporary popular music, it says drum kit. Yep. One of the songs I had to play was um, Beds, Beds Are Burning. Burning. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. That's a real easy song to play. Yeah. But it's really hard to keep in time. That's why they do it. Okay. Anyway, um, Power and the Passion, King of the Mountain... Forgotten years, U.S. forces. There's so many hits in there, Cam. It must be difficult to put a set list together. I know, because they also have a few other like album tracks that are on there as well, and but even more hits too that are on there. We thought that with the Living End, and like they they come out with a good ten tracks. Yeah, these guys have been around longer than the Living End. So yeah. how hard would it be to pick? Oh, that, those tracks, but yeah. I'm looking forward to checking it out, Sven. Mm-hmm, absolutely. At Living End on the tour at the moment, they're killing it. Their, their live oh. shows. Um, saw them at the Forum the other night. They were amazing. Oh, man. Just, I'm so spewing I missed out on that. Uh, all you know, Chris Chaney all in white with a white guitar and just rocking out on stage. Isn't he uh, just the best? Oh, absolutely. And really, really get the crowd up and about as well, which is just what you want. I mean, yeah. it's... I know, and we've, we've talked about it before on the show, like shoegazer rock and like bands coming up on stage and they just sort of get there, play their song and that's it. But I personally really just, you know, get into it so much more when when the band's getting into it. Oh, and especially if you exactly. see that there's nowhere else that they want to be. Absolutely. They want to be there rocking out for you, with you. And just having the best time, it makes you have the best time as well, doesn't it? Can I tell you a little story, Cam? Please do, Sven. Um, I, you know what? <clears throat> I'd be hurt if you didn't. Oh, well, I better do it now. I better remember it correctly. <laughs> you know how sometimes bands, they come out on stage and like, I mean, we're from Melbourne, but a band will come and go, hey, man, we really love it here in Melbourne. You know, we just can't wait to, you know, and you, you just know that they're just saying it. It's like, like yeah. it's kind of like Spinal Tap on the Simpsons looking at the back of the uh, guitar to say, Springfield, <laughs> yes, you know. That's right. And I remember seeing the Offspring and Noodles was like, Hey man, love it so much here in Melbourne. Hey, I think we should fucking live here. And everyone's like, yeah. And, and I just looked at my mate. The two of us like, what a load of shit. You say that everywhere. <clears throat> exactly. But um, I saw Pearl Jam in 2009, I think it was. They played uh, Etihad Stadium. And you could tell that they genuinely loved being there at the time. And yeah. there was. Um, was that the big day out? No, that was it was the tour just before that. It was oh, yeah. the, the Backspacer tour, and you could just see Eddie Vedder was blown away by the crowd. It was the biggest Melbourne show they'd done. They'd mm. filled out a, uh, an entire stadium. There was over 50,000 people there, and everyone's singing songs back to them, and the look on Eddie Vedder's face, it wasn't put on. It wasn't yeah. a case of, wow, He's wow, I'm loving it. it he was, it. yeah, and then they dedicated a song to uh, Richmond footballer Matthew Richardson, yeah. uh, who just retired, so they mentioned that. Um, they kicked footies out to the crowd at the end oh, of the gig. That's great. And it was just like, it, it really felt like they knew their audience, they knew the city they were playing in, and they were playing to it. It wasn't just a case of, oh, yeah, it's just another one on the on the list of shows. Yeah. They wanted to be there. And as a fan being there, I've made it in, awesome for exactly, you. Yeah. Exactly. And, and do you know what? I, even when a band isn't pretending, but they do the research and they, mm-hmm. like, uh, I think of bands like. No effects and yep. real big fish. Yep. They um, research jokes before, and they might be political jo- jokes yeah. that are only um, relevant to that town. Yeah, and it's just it feels good that they've made an effort Absolutely. to you know make yourself feel at one mm-hmm. together. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, another thing um, 
back, I know Pearl Jam do this, I'm sure plenty of other bands do this, but Pearl Jam, they look at previous sets that they've played in certain cities oh, and play and songs that they hadn't played there for a while. Up. Mix yeah. it up. So um, a friend of mine, she... Really catering for the fans, aren't they? Exactly. A friend of mine, she saw them in Brisbane and she'd seen them every time. Yeah. And there was one song called Blood that they'd never played before and then... They must they've realized, well, we haven't played it in Brisbane before, so they they played it. So it's awesome when bands do that. But uh, we've got another an announcement to make, Cam. Yeah, and talk to me, Steve. Well, I mean, it's it's already been out, but a new Slipknot single. Oh, that's heavy, Doc. It is heavy, and, and this is a heavy song. Yes. It's, uh, Slipknot are preparing to release their sixth studio album in 2019. Uh, lead singer Corey Taylor uh, has been away from the band, uh, writing and touring with Stone Sour uh, of recent. Uh, and and they're he's going to be down this way for us, isn't he? Exactly, so and say we're going to be a part of the Good Things Festival next month. Yep. Uh, but the rest of the band got together and started writing music. And yeah, Corey Taylor went away and started writing lyrics for the music. Yep. And last week, Slipknot dropped their first new song in four years called All Out Life. Do I have a little listen to it, Cam? I, I want to listen to it again because it's freaking awesome. So that was All Out Life, uh, Slipknot's first new song in four years. The song is a dig at the current state of the music industry. You know, the lyrics, old does not mean dead, new does not mean best. Pretty much, you know, just saying, just because the song's been out for the last 10 minutes doesn't mean that it's awesome. If it's older than that, it just doesn't get played anymore. That, that, That seems to be the way that the music industry's going. It's very much, very much now, now, now. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Um, yeah, so... Uh, it's- and, and that's fine. Like, we're all about promoting new music oh, and course. stuff, but we still delve into the realm of the past. Yeah. We love the old music. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing top five Queen songs this exactly week. Exactly you know? true. And and even not looking back at classics, even looking back at like an, like a year or two at songs. Exactly. And, and it's still relevant just as much as new music is. Oh, Exactly. Exactly, it is. You know. And the song itself, it's uh, quite a raw and heavy sound. It's a, a lot like their older songs. Um, so maybe we could be seeing a return to the older Slipknot uh, with some elements from more recent albums. Uh, one of the obvious parts to me in the, in this new song is the uh, breakdown, the drum breakdown, yeah, yeah. which is a military style, a lot like the drumming in The Blister Exists, which is off their third album, The Subliminal Verses. Yeah, um, yeah it's a cool little bridge they got going on there, I reckon. Yeah, exactly. And just like when they play The Blister Exists yeah. um, you know, live, it, it's, it really sort of builds that whole tension oh, in the crowd. It's I, I can awesome. just imagine what this song would be like live. It, oh. Yeah, absolutely. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Corey Taylor has also gone on record to say that the band has written the heaviest song of their career. So that's, it, that's not this song. I know, uh, but there's something got some else heavy we can, songs, yeah. you know. So it's they're going to get even heavier. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how this song pans out. Exactly. So keep an eye out in 2019 for Slipknot. Yeah, some, some new Slipknot. Yeah, Brilliant. blow them a kiss. <laughs> Speaking of kiss. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You with your, oh, because I'm sitting here going, what, what has a kiss got to do with Slipknot? But then I looked at the rundown and, hey, why'd yeah, you say kiss? You know it's obscure when, when Steve's going, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> um, why do you say kiss, Cam? Well, Steve, yes. kiss have just announced that they're doing their end of the road world tour. 
Say that again. World Tour. Yeah. Yes. They're, they're, this is their last tour again. Again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no one ever does that. No. <laughs> That's just old. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so Rock Icons Kiss. Yeah. Knights in Satan's service. For those um, of you who don't know. They're going to be returning to Australia in 2019 as a part of their End of the Road Farewell Tour. Yep. And this is the band's second Farewell yes. tour, Steve. So, so, just, so just making sure, in case you weren't at the first farewell tour, yeah, you better make sure you go to the second well farewell tour because there might not be a third farewell tour. Well, that's it. Well, well, their their first one was in um, two thousand and one. Yep. So, and they've toured since then anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but this is the last time they're going to hit the road. And Gene Simmons has had two hip replacements, Steve. Yeah. I'm guessing it's wearing those big clod hoppers. Well, I mean, they can't be easy to walk around in. No, it's it's a lot of gear. And, mm. and Steve, this is what he said, I've got to tell you. Yeah, yeah. If we were playing some rock and roll songs wearing blue jeans and T-shirts, we could do this into our 90s. Mm-hmm. But we're wearing 50 pounds, 22 kilograms for the layman, Yeah, for the Australian, 50 pounds or 22 kilograms of gear running around on stage. That is insane. That is, it's a lot of stuff, and it's, you can understand. Well, you look at them. It's a lot of leather, a lot of studs, <laughs> yeah. a lot of makeup, a yeah. lot of wigs. Maybe yeah. nowadays, I don't yeah. know. And and those big shoes, clod hoppers, like I said, yeah. you know the the platform shoes. A mate of mine went to see them a, a number of years ago. They were playing yep. with Motley Crue, and uh, my mate was a big Motley Crue fan, and he hadn't seen Kiss, and he thought, "Oh yeah, I'll go see Motley Crue and then stick around for Kiss. Why not?" Oh, why wouldn't and so you? anyway, before the show starts, they do the Pledge of Allegiance to the band, and there's like these words. Pop yeah, up I've heard about this. There's all these older guys and younger guys and girls and and their kids. They're all wearing the makeup. They've all got their hand over their hearts. <laughs> I pledge my allegiance to the band and all this kind of stuff. And my mate's looking around like, "What the hell's going on?" Kiss fans are very loyal, aren't they, Steve? Oh, the Kiss Army, yeah, of course. The Kiss Army. And then all of a sudden, he said. The these four Transformers just walked out onto the stage in this big gear, just clomp, clomp, clomp. And he, he just pissed himself laughing. But everyone yeah. else around him was just going, yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> so I, I can see that carrying all that gear, it's it's going to be yeah, pretty it, difficult to do because they're pushing 70 now. I know. But isn't it awesome that they're, they're still doing it? Oh, and, yeah. and what they've built, like the, oh, yeah. the, the brand that they've built, and they literally capitalise on everything. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but good on them. Why not? You know, um, do you remember Gene Simmons' Family Jewels? Oh, yeah, vaguely. Wasn't it a TV show? Yeah. I actually watched that. I didn't mind it. But, yeah, he is just a money-making machine. Like, oh, he's any excuse will do. doing deals. Actually, I remember hearing um, Eddie Maguire talk yeah. on the radio that he got a call from Gene Simmons once. Must have been in that 2001 tour. Yeah. That he wanted to um, meet up with Eddie because, obviously, Eddie's got a bit of power in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to talk about how he could make money in Melbourne or something like that. <laughs> But anyway, surprise me. Steve, I'm going to rattle off these tour dates real quick. Go for it, man. Um, they're starting off in Perth on Saturday, November 16th at RAC Arena. Mm-hmm. Adelaide on Tuesday, November 19th at Cooper's Stadium. Yep. Melbourne on Thursday, November 21st and Friday, November 22nd at Rod Laver Arena. Mm-hmm. Newcastle on Saturday, November 23rd at the Supercars Newcastle 500. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. isn't that cool? Yeah. That'd be a party. Sydney on Tuesday, November 26th at Kudos Bank Arena and Brisbane on Thursday, November 28th at the Brisbane Entertainment Centre. Now, Steve. Yes, Cam. General public tickets go on sale at 10am local time on Monday, November 12th. That's right, Cam. And for all the tour information and to buy tickets, head to kissonline.com. So that's one tour we're talking about, Cam, being yep. Kiss. But we've got another one as well, which is Dance Gavin Dance and Vale of Maya. They're 
playing together. Doing it together. How cool is that? They're touring together this February and March. Now, a few weeks ago, Cam, yep. uh, we mentioned the Songs That Saved My Life album that Hopeless Records uh, are bringing out on November 9. Yep. We featured Neck Deep's version of Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. And yep. uh, Dance Gavin Dance have released their version of Semi Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Steve, I reckon we should check it out. Let's do a little yep. snippet. It's really awesome. So that was Semi-Charmed Life by Dance Gavin Dance as part of the Songs That Save My Life album uh, yep. out this week. As mentioned, they're coming down with Vale of Maya in February. Uh, so let's rattle off the dates now, Cam. Yeah, give it to me hot, Steve. All right, Cam. Uh, Brisbane <laughs> on Wednesday, 27th of February at the Brightside. Sydney on Thursday, 28th of February at the Oxford Art Factory. Newcastle on Friday, 1st of March at Small Ballroom. Melbourne on Saturday, the 2nd of March at the Corner Hotel. Adelaide on Monday, the 4th of March at Jive Bar. And Perth on Tuesday, the 5th of March at Amplifier Bar. That's right. And tickets go on sale 10 a.m. local time on Thursday, November 8th from Destroy All Lines, Steve. Exactly, Cam. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, get on down. I think I, think I saw them at uh, Soundwave a couple of years ago. That rings a bell. Dance, dance, yeah. I reckon they did, actually. Mm. I don't think I saw them, but I remember them being on the lineup. Definitely. And, and they put on a good show. And, and the fact that they're doing it with Vale of Meyer as well, I mean, <laughs> get on down. Get on down, pony. I don't know why I called you a pony. I don't know. You're, you're right now. You're, you've got the, you caught my cold. You're wheezing yourself. Uh, just a bit of athesma. Athesma. But, um, Steve. That's our tour's done. I know. What tour's is done for another week. But you know what it's time for now? What, Cam? Top five. Oh, top five. Top five five sniff. Top five sniff. Yeah. Um, You really are coming down with that cold. (laughs) Um, Last week, we did our uh, top five songs that gave you goosebumps. This week, top five Queen songs. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we've been getting quite a few people writing in. Yeah. Now, of course, we're doing our top five Queen songs this week because of the Bohemian Rhapsody film that came out during the week. Yeah, it would sort of, again, be rude not to. Exactly. And uh, just a side note before we get to our top five, the, yeah. the power of Queen and their music. We take a look at the ARIA charts for this week. It's just been uh, released today. Yeah. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the soundtrack for the film, has uh, come in at number two, debuted at number two on the charts. Wow. Their greatest hits, number one, came in at number 11 on the charts, and it's already 15 times platinum, Cam. Yes. 15 times. That's unbelievable, isn't it? And uh, their, speaking of platinum, the Platinum Collection, which is their greatest hits, one, two, and three, all yep. in one bundle, that's uh, that's coming at number 18 on the charts. So that's crazy, The band that it? just keeps on giving, Cam. Well, it's it's not really unbelievable. It's the no, songs really. are that good that it's it's just this movie's just given it another little boost. Boost, yep. And good on them. Now, Steve, we've had a few people um, write into us about their favourite Queen songs, and we we're so appreciative of people doing yes, this, taking you. the time. You don't have to, but you do, and that's what we love. Yeah, we honestly really appreciate it. Now, Steve, obviously, there's been a few Bohemian Rhapsodies. Yeah, and fair enough. Yeah, like, we can't argue with that. Really, <laughs> bloody. Great song. Now, um, Craig has written in. Yep. And he has said, Don't Stop Me Now. Don't, Don't stop me now. I, I, I struggled to say that without doing the little pause. <laughs> um, I want to make a super son of you. 
<laughs> Don't stop. Um, Lauren has said, somebody tell her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. moving, moving on to the next one, And that please. was also the worst Queen impression you'll ever hear in your whole entire life. Um, Aaron's written Death on Two Legs. Steve. Yes. It's not one of the big boys. It's, no. That's the opening track from Night at the Opera. Yeah. That's a great awesome track. track as um, well. And Maren said, God save the Queen. Well, I mean. How could you not? How could you, you not? Um, we also had uh, Jared. He he did Don't Stop Me Now, uh, as well as Bicycle Race and Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. Uh, Sarah, Hammer to Fall and Radio Gaga. Yeah. Um, Hammer to Fall. That's, that's a, I really like that one. I didn't put it in my top five, but I really do like it. Uh, Chris. Hello, Chris. Hey, he Chris. said Fat Bottom Girls. Oh, well, they make the rockin' world go round. They absolutely do, Cam. And uh, Amy sent through her top five in. Radio Gaga, Under Pressure, Don't Stop Me Now, Bohemian Rhapsody, and number one, Fat Bottom Girls. Well, so make the rockin' world go round. But, um, Get on your backs, the, So thanks for thanks for sending that in, guys, all of you, and uh, Amy with your top five as well. But Bloody Cam, legends. You all get a prize once we get prizes once, once on we this show. Out, you know, once we figure out how we can pay ourselves, we, yeah. might, we might then get you something <laughs> as well. Uh, but, Cam, yes. I'm dying to hear your top five. We've probably got a similar-ish top five because we've narrowed it down to the one band, but who knows? Okay. You ready, Steve? Absolutely. Top five Queen songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Number five, Fat Bottom Girls. Yeah. Well, as we've already established, <laughs> it's just a great song. Yeah. Like I've, I've sung it every time it was said on there. It's just one of those songs that you just want to sing. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all of their songs, really. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, pretty much any song that you like. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Cam. Crazy little thing called love. Oh yes. Why? Why? Drum and bass. Yes. <laughs> I, I just love the way the drums and bass play together in that song. Like, Absolutely. That's. It's just awesome. On a side note, Cam, that was the first song I learned to play on bass. I was going to say, that's the first song you learned to play on bass, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is true. <laughs> there is a little thing I just get into it. Well, everyone listening is getting into it right now. That You, you say the words and they, it instantly comes into their head, the songs. I oh, know. Number three, Steve. Number three. I want to break free. <laughs> Look at us clicking in unison. Um, We just can't stop singing these. It's awesome. I I love it. My kids love it too because they – like my daughter really got into Queen in – when she was in kindergarten. Yeah. Which was last year. Mm -hmm. One of the kinder teachers played We Will Rock You for the kids and they they loved it. I think they did it for their concert. And and I'm like, great, you love Queen. I'm (coughs) going to introduce some Queen songs to you guys. So – I played all the film clips for them, and they loved them, and they loved the fact that they were dressed as women, you know, doing the house yeah. cleaning and yeah. things like that. You don't want to break free. And yeah. You don't want to yeah. break free. So, yeah, they thought that was funny. That's brilliant. But um, number two, Steve. No, number two? We will rock you. We will rock you. I yeah. mean, for so many reasons. Like, when you th- good times. Yeah, when you think about it, like, it's a simple song, but that guitar solo. Oh, yes. I know, like, I just... I've always loved that guitar solo. Mm-hmm. I remember when I f- played in my first ever band, I said, let's play that song purely for the guitar solo. Yeah. We were too stupid to know how to play no. it. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just had to sit behind the drums just doing dum dum da dum dum cha And that's probably all I could play at So anthemic as well. Yeah. So anthemic. Just get the crowd going to Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, number one. Number one. I bet you can guess. Oh, is, is it bow rap? It's Bo Rap. Of course yeah. it is, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Why, Steve? Why not? Well, <sighs> when you know. think of Queen, you think of that song. And and I just love songs that have so many different 
parts to it. And, yeah. Oh. And, and, but this all comes together and it's just an well-orchestrated, mm-hmm. beautiful piece of writing. I mean, it was a game changer. It really was, wasn't it? Absolutely. And, and so was the film clip to that too, actually. Yeah. That was a, that had the effects with the I mean, faces. It's very dated that, now when you watch it. It is. But it really is. But I remember um, seeing in an interview or hearing it somewhere that that was a game changer for film clips to do something like that. It wasn't just like what like the animals standing in front of the yeah in front of the camera just playing the song exactly you know? exactly. And then they they went on to do the video clip for I Want to Break Free. It was just yeah. another game changer. <laughs> That's it. Now, Steve. Yes, Cam. That was my top five Queen song and a fantastic top five that was. And now we're all on the edge of our seat. We want to hear your top five. Uh, yeah. Well, before I start my top five, uh, a quick honourable mention to. I want it all. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, I, want it all. I don't know. I just really like that song, but not good enough to get into my top five. Um, number five. Yeah. Now I'm here. Da, da, da. Oh, it, it's in the around, around, around. Really shouldn't be attempting this. I mean, I've, A, <laughs> I've got a setup. terrible voice, and B, it's a hard voice to, to impersonate uh, Freddie Mercury. So, uh, yeah, but now I'm here. And it's just like the guitar as well with it and just it, the yeah. build-up. Really love that. Number four, we are the champions. Oh, aren't we? Well, I mean, look, as far as iconic songs go, and this is one of those things that any sporting event, as soon as the oh, no. final siren goes, <laughs> and I remember um, it would have been about nearly four years ago, a bunch of us went uh, up to Sydney for the Asian Cup final with the Socceroos playing in the soccer. Yeah. And I just remember, you know, the Socceroos won and it was the first time they were the champions yeah. of Asia and the crowd's going nuts and they just played two songs on repeat. Yeah. One of them was Land Down Under. You know, yeah. you get the bit of the... And everyone's going nuts. And then We Are The Champions, of course, because we were the champions of Asia. And I just remember <laughs> the euphoria, the crowd's going nuts, everyone's walking around, they've got fireworks going off and just being arm in arm with your mates singing, We Are The what Champions. What a great feeling. It's it's awesome. And it's purely for those reasons. It is. It I, remember, is. I remember singing it in... Like primary school sports when we yeah, won and things yeah, like that. Exactly. Like we knew that that long ago. Like, oh yeah, exactly. It's awesome. I, th- I think even when I was in primary school, when our team won something, yeah. we we all did yeah, it as well. Every kid sang it. It's yeah. like the default setting. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I was going to do it. It's as my- the happy birthday of winning stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. I was going to give it an honourable mention, but Mighty Ducks ruined it for me. So, oh, was it? Was <laughs> no. it? It wasn't in Mighty Ducks. Of course, it would have been. Yeah. Actually, because the Mighty Ducks, the first film was actually just called Champions. Oh, was it? Yeah, and then they when they did a trilogy, they renamed the first one The Mighty Ducks. Oh, there you yeah, go. We are full of movie facts wow, on this episode. a lot of movie it's, it's facts of this movie. week. Uh, number three, I mentioned it a few weeks ago with the collaborations, but uh, Under Pressure featuring David Bowie. Oh, yep. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a brilliant song with, you know, two of, unfortunately passed away, but two of the greatest singers together. from that era just together as well, uh, songwriters as well. It's brilliant. Did you did you choose that for the bass line? <laughs> the bass line. There's not much to it really, <laughs> is there? Um, but no, hey, it's, it's, it's catchy though. It is catchy. However, the next track, which is number two, yeah. I did choose for the bass line and uh, it's probably one of the most iconic bass yes. lines in music. Uh, another one bites the dust. Yeah. Yeah. 
Is that one of the first songs you would have learned to play on bass? I can imagine that being... No, because I went straight to crazy little thing called Love for some reason, yeah. actually. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's not... I think Under Pressure was one, because that's, yeah. that's easy. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, no, another one, Bites of Dust. I don't even know if I ever went out of my way to learn that song. I don't no, even know if I could play That's your homework it. for tonight. Okay, I'll better get on to it. And uh, number one, Cam. Yeah. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, oh, it's, 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 me. it's kind of obvious, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it I mean, is. I mean, it's... Why, why would they name the film Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. Because it's the first thing you think of when you think of Queen. So anyway, that's our top five Queen songs. Thank you to everyone who wrote in. Uh, but Cam, next week, I mean, speaking of iconic bass lines, yeah. next week we're doing our top five favourite bass tracks. Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody's in again. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks in a row at number one. Yeah. Because uh, we've we've done drums, yep. drum tracks. We've done a favourite guitar solos. It's it's time for, it's time for the, the bass bases to, to represent. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're doing next week is our top five bass tracks. I've already got a few in mind. Um, but, yeah, we want to hear yours. So you can hit us up, contact at redskymusic.com.au. I'd be interested to hear yours, Steve, because you're a bass player and, you know, will it be your favourite For lack ones? of a better term. <laughs> Will it be your favourite one to play or your favourite one to listen to? Or? There are actually a few because I was thinking of like one band that's it's going to feature is the Red Hot Chili Peppers because, I mean, you think of iconic bass playing, yeah. Flea comes to mind. And um, he, he, we have said that he is our favourite bass player. That is true. So, um, But there are tracks where I think of the Red Hot Chili Peppers that I like the sound of and others I, I find fun to play. They You just jump around the strings yeah, a lot more. Yeah. Um, and, I, and uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough deciding which one's which. But but that's next week. That's future Steve problem, Cam. That's future Steve and Cameron's problem. But of now, course, you as well, yeah. Now? Yes. What are we doing now? It's time for new music. Cam. Oh, yes. And uh, we've got some softer stuff to begin with and then yep. we've got some, some up-tempo stuff in the middle and then we, we get to some heavier stuff heavier. right at the end. So it's is a mixed bag here. So uh, what have we got up first, Cam? Well, s- well, starting off, Steve, we've got a band called Moaning Lisa mm-hmm. and their song Lily. Yep. They're, they're a Canberra band, Steve. Yeah. So it's good to see a bit of music coming out of Canberra these days, exactly, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Apart from just hot air and bullshit, we've also got some music. <laughs> uh, Moaning Lisa have released their video for their single, Lily. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, actually, Steve. Yep. Uh, which is taken from their Do You Know Enough EP, which is available now through Hysterical Records Yep. and Father Daughter Records. Yep. The band are currently touring in support of the EP mm-hmm. and upcoming shows in Sydney, Canberra, Melbourne, Gold Coast and Adelaide. Now let's check out Lily by Moaning Lisa. was Lily by Moaning Lisa, Cam. Mm-hmm. Awesome, I like that one. Yeah, it's cool. And, and I was going to say, they've kind of got a, a Wolf Alice kind of feel to them, and yeah. Wolf Alice have a song called Moaning Lisa Smile, and I'm putting two and two together uh, here. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, that's where I'm pointing. But I, I really like that track. Next up, Cam, we've got Yo-O Music, uh, which is a Melbourne-based program for girls and gender non-conforming youth in high school, and they've announced their debut album, Work Like That, which is set for release on November 23. Uh, now, the lead single from the album is Built for Boys, uh, which will be released on November 9, and it's written by Yo-O 
Kuo alumni Lily Harneth. Uh, now, any girls wanting to take part in the program or to support the program, uh, visit yowomusic.com for more information. So let's check out Built for Boys, Yowo Music. Yeah, beautiful. All right, that was Built for Boys by Yowo Music. Up next, Steve, we have mm-hmm. Everyone Wants What Is Mine by Ben Wright-Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Melbourne songwriter Ben Wright-Smith is releasing his Psychotropical EP on November 9th, Steve. Mm-hmm. Write that down. Yep. Uh, which is the first of three instalments, which will culminate into a full album in 2019. Now, that is planning ahead, Steve. Very much so. The song has a kind of a, a psychedelic 70s Americana kind of feel, doesn't it, Steve? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's pretty cool. So let's check out Ben Wright-Smith with Everyone Wants What Is Mine. Ben Wright Smith. Uh, now moving on, uh, we've, when you saw when you did that, I see particles come out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, Sydney duo Particles. Funny you should mention that, Cam. Yeah. Uh, they've released the video for their latest single "I Don't Get You," uh, taken from their upcoming EP "Quark." Uh, <laughs> what are you laughing at? Quark. Quark. <laughs> Uh, which is due for release on November 12th. I kind of get a Royal Blood vibe yeah, off this same. track. It's it's, yep. it's uh, just the two of them playing there, uh, and it, yeah, very, very cool feel to it. Uh, Particles are uh, playing a number of shows this November in Borkham Hills, Young, Canberra, Wollongong, Melbourne, and Sydney before their Quark launch, uh, which is a warehouse party in Newtown in Sydney on December 15th. So let's check it out. I Don't Get You by Particles. That was I Don't Get You by Particles. And up next, Steve, we've got Over and Confused by Red Morning Light. Lovely. They're an Adelaide trio, Red Morning Light, and they've released their new debut single, Over and Confused. Yeah. The band is made up of two brothers, Stefan and Daniel. Yep. And their cousin, Matthew. Yep. I love it when family members get together and rock out. It's awesome. It's just fucking great. Um, back in 07, at 11 years of age, the band went under the name Forbidden Envy. Mm-hmm. But now they're back as Red Morning Light. 11 years old. I know. That's, that's, that's young, even by Harvey Weinstein standards. <laughs> <laughs> 
they give me a, a $1 short kind of feel. That's what they yeah. remind me of, and I love yep. $1 short. So I love these guys. This is Over and Confused by Red Morning Light. That was Over and Confused by Red Morning Light. Now, Cam, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. Yeah. There's been an election in America. Kidding. No. It took me by surprise as well. But uh, revolutionary band, yep. Prophets of Rage. Yep. I mean, we're talking Rage Against the Machine. Our we're mates. Talking, yep. Yeah, our mates. Well, we, I mean, we, we met them once. Well, you did. <clears throat> well, that's right. You went to the toilet at the wrong time. We, it was back at Download earlier this year. We yep. saw them perform and they were amazing. Yes. Uh, anyway, they've released a mashup of unreleased tracks in a video that's tied to the 2019 US midterm elections. Mm. The band are focused on working on their next studio album. However, due to the elections, the band decided to release The Ballot or The Bullet, which is taken from a Malcolm X speech. And so they've cut together these songs, they've made a video for it, they've released it, so we're going to have a listen to some of them. Awesome. That was Ballot or the Bullet by Prophets of Rage. Mm -hmm. Up next, we've got Beyond the Mosaic Garden by Above Below. Yep. Now, these guys, are they're a Sydney prog metalcore band. They've released their single, Beyond the Mosaic Garden. Yep. Uh, The band are going to be touring throughout November and December uh, with shows in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Newcastle, and Wollongong. Yep. And it's just really rocking, Steve. Let's Let's just check it out. Beyond the Mosaic Garden by Above Below. That was Beyond the Mosaic Garden by Above Below. Yep. Rock and track. Our final track tonight is by Melbourne-based prog instrumental trio The Omnific. They've released a video for their latest single, Erin. Um, the band are currently on tour with Osaka Punch, and they're playing shows on November 10 at the Evelyn Hotel in Melbourne, November 16 at the Zoo in Brisbane, and November 17 at Soul Bar in Maroochydore, before heading on tour with Cog in February. Oh, cool. Definitely, that'd be an awesome show. Cog, I mean... Cog, yeah, fantastic! What a, what a support! Exactly. So, Cam, yeah, let's check it out. Erin by the Omnific. Yeah, let's do it.
That was Erin by the Omnific and Cam. That brings our new music for episode 17 to a close. That's done. And and also, if you have new music that you want to send through through to us or if you know of new music, exactly. send it to contact at redskymusic.com.au and we'll put it on the show. Exactly. We're and, all about that. And we really appreciate people who have um, forwarded on some music to us. So exactly. Thank we you very it. sweetly for doing it so neatly. And but so completely. All I can say now, Steve, is mm-hmm. it's been a great episode. I've had a great time. Yep. Queen rule. Queen do rule. Well, Jeez. I mean, that's. I mean, by definition, queens do rule. I mean, queens, we've, we've they do. They, they rule everything. That's what yeah. they do. But unfortunately, it's time to go. It is time to go. Uh, so that's it for episode 17. Please tune in again next week. Yes. Where we'll be talking about more fantastic music. I know. And thank you so much for listening and, and sending everything through. Liking, collaborating sharing, with this show. Yeah, liking, sharing, subscribing. And don't forget to uh, to let us know what your favourite bass tracks are. Yeah. Exactly. Was, Send them through. There'll be some interesting ones in there. But anyway, Steve, I've been Steve. Uh, no, you've been I've Steve. Been, I've been Steve. I've been Cam. Yep, yeah, that's it. Thank you very sweetly. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.